When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going, but there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S.com. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash betches. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, the podcast where we cover all the pop culture we love to hate, from the classic reality TV moments of the past and present to the latest Daily Mail headlines and everything in between. We'll dive into all the infamous and notorious messes you can't stop watching. I'm looking at you, Jax Taylor. I'm your host, Ryan Bailey. Yeah. Well, it's a take it off the pelham, one, two, three. Yeah. If you want to do the round, then come see me. I got 
DEA, federal agents mad cause I'm flagrant, tap myself, and the phone in the basement, my team supreme, stay clean, triple beam, lyrical dream, I'll be that, catch a seat at all events, bent, gats in holsters, girls on shoulders, playboy, I told ya, me and Mike's to me, bruise too much, I lose too much, step on stage, the girls do too much, I guess it's touchy wrong with lame dudes too much, me lose my touch, never that, if I did, ain't no problem, then get the gap, where the true players at, throw your rollies in the sky, waving side to side, and keep your hands high. Folks, welcome to your week. This is So Bad It's Good with Ryan Bailey, and this is your Monday episode. We're doing it all over again, and let's do it with a smile on our faces, if we, if we can. Uh, man, I gotta tell you, this weekend, I needed one more day. I need it. You know what? I'm usually, I'll take what the weekend gives me, but I need, I need, ah, I need one more day. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. So if we could all just agree... To do the one day, the one more day thing, that would be amazing. Um, I don't know who we have to even check in with about this, but I, if we could all agree just right now, I think that would probably be good enough. Um, but I'll go ahead and do the show anyways, because we got an amazing show today. We do the pop culture roundup. Sophie is off this week and, uh, we got Dana Omari, who is one of my favorite guests. You might know her from at IG famous by Dana and she has a great account, but she, I always learn something, uh, from her. We go really deep into, uh, Kyle Richards, Ozempic use, which is the uh, the diabetic drug that a lot of celebrities are taking right now to lose weight. We talk about the Beyonce Dubai concert. We talk about Kylie naming naming her baby after a year. Uh, good way to go, Kylie. <laughs> you know, it's, hey man, she's a billionaire. That's hard. It's like you got to count all that money and be expected to name a baby. No, no, thank you. <laughs> there should have been a contest. Don't you think with the Kardashians, they would have a contest like name my baby, call 1-800, you know, it's like a dollar 50 per phone call to put in a vote for air. That's the baby's name. It was wolf. Now it's air and it's spelled a I R E. And I, if you don't know what that means, we talk about it in the actual show, which you'll hear in a sec. Remember, there are timestamps on this, you guys. So if you want to skip to Dana right now, hey, it's all right. I'm, I won't be offended. I mean, if you told me to my face, I'd be offended. But I will. I don't think I could ever find out that you did that. So you can skip. Uh, let's do some ads right up top. Uh, if you uh, like this show, 
And why wouldn't you? I mean, it's just me talking into a mic for hours. Rate it five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And like I always say, I mean that for all podcasts. And I mean that for guests that come on the show that have podcasts. Um, it's a really, really nice gesture that keeps people, you know, you know, all those little things like it's like it really is those little things in life that keep you going. It's like the the person, you know, if you're if you're feeling down and somebody says you did good at something or or I approve of you doing this or you made me laugh or you made me cry or you made me feel something that makes you feel good. It really does. And remember, you have a great power as an audience. Um you know, because you choose to spend your time with these people. So if you do choose to spend your time with people, I don't mean me, but like other, like, let them know. I mean, sure. Let your friends and family know too, if you like spending it. I'm mainly talking about podcasts. Um, So that's that. The Patreon, I just did an hour and a half episode with Samaj Bloodson. He has a podcast called Me, I Am Canceled. And I've, I've had him on the Patreon a bunch and he's hysterical. And we always have good banter, and we had we were talking about everything. So that's up on the Patreon. I know I'm doing another Patreon this week as well. Now, here's an announcement I want to make. I'm making it on the Monday episode because I know we get a lot of listeners on Monday, and then a lot of people will dip in and out during the week, which is fine. Remember, you can listen to this show at any point. Um, you know, I have people that will be like, Hey, I just listened to your, I got on a big kick and I was listening to your episodes from three months ago. And it's like, Hey, yeah, man, do whatever you want with them. That's great. That's awesome. But I want to tell, I'm going to probably say this for the next two weeks, the official announcement in terms of Instagram and the show post will go up on Tuesday. Uh, and Patreon members, I will be talking with you as well about this, but I am going to be doing a live or like an online live show. Um, this company moments. I I did Sarah Galley's live show with them and and we're going to do one here over at so bad. It's good to celebrate the premiere of a little show called Vanderpump rules. Uh, So mark your calendars. It's going to be Thursday, February 8th, the day after the premiere of Vanderpump rules. And we're going to have special guests. We're going to have maybe some cast members, from Vanderpump Rules, you, like you're you're gonna have the so bad it's good experience. This is gonna be weirder than a lot of live shows you'll see. I'm gonna be doing weird things. I'm gonna be drinking heavily. I'm gonna be, gonna be doing dangerous things to my body. I you know you you just don't know. But what's cool about this is that even if you can't make it live to watch it, whoever purchases it, and it's gonna be a very low ticket price. Um, I believe it's like $10, which is insanely low, but Patreon members, don't worry. I didn't forget about you. I made sure that I could give you 50% off if you're a Patreon member. So that'd be five bucks. I'm not really wanting to make, I mean, this isn't the point of make money. This is the point of like, I want to keep moving forward and doing cool things and fun things and challenging myself and see what works and what doesn't. And this is, you know, this is kind of a little baby step because I want to be going to lot do live shows for you guys and with you guys very soon. So this is a little step. And also, man, it's going to be the 10th season of Vanderpump Rules. We got to celebrate together, you guys. And remember, I will be recapping the entire season on the main feed. It will be solo, but there's also some guests that I have lined up that are like heavy hitter guests. Uh, so anyways, that, that you're going to be able to purchase tickets, I believe, starting Tuesday. And I want you guys to purchase the fuck out of this. I want you to purchase it and 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 that will then fill the hole that I have inside me 
that says that says I'm horrible. That I'm counting on this to make me uh, to make up for my entire life. This is this is what it's going to do. So, uh, and I think depending on how my mom feels, um, I definitely I'm going to get my dad in there. We'll see if Becky Bailey can make an appearance. There's also a thing I think you do extra where there's an after party, like an online after party, and I'll be giving uh, more details on what that's going to entail if you want to join for that too. But I think this is just going to be a lot of fun. I want this to be really, really fun, just like I'm really excited to talk about Vanderpump Rules, and I'm excited to do all the imitations again, and we're just going to have a good time on Thursday. So the Vanderpump Rules premieres on Wednesday, not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday after that, and then this will be the the Thursday night after the Wednesday premiere, and you're going to see some Vanderpump Rules cast members on this. So... Uh, on Tuesday, I will remind you every day and the official show image, I'm sure will go back, go up on some point on Tuesday, but I wanted to let you guys know, cause I'm really excited. I really was thinking I was kind of dragging my feet with it. And I had a meeting, uh, over the weekend about it and decided, you know what, let's just do it. Let's try it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I, I don't know. It reminds me of my, like my little, my little theater days, you know, little <laughs> Doing, doing a little production, but it's online. How cool is that? Okay, so that's that, and I think that's all the the stuff. Okay, how are you guys doing? I didn't even, I didn't even get to to ask yet, and I'm sorry. I hope you guys had the best weekend ever. But you, I know you guys like me. You need an extra day, right? I know it. I feel it. You think the same thing. Happy Chinese New Year. There was a, a tragic, tragic event. In uh, California on Saturday night at a uh, uh, the Lunar New Year uh, celebration, which was just horrifying to read about. Man, what a what a world! Um, so, of the worst thing that you can say. But thoughts and prayers go out to all of the families that were affected about that on Saturday night. Okay. Uh, I told you Dana's coming today. I want to do a couple of news stories uh, before we start with Dana, uh, because there is just pop culture is ever evolving. I'll do something with Dana. Uh, we did this earlier today, and then like there was like seven other things that I wanted to talk about, and we'll probably get to three, but don't worry, because we're doing this all week, baby. And guess what? I got a Bravo Leb coming on Tuesday's episode. So hold on to your coal mining ass. Oh my God, you guys, you know how I always tell you, I mean, I don't even tell you, you know how I always show you that I'm the bad boy of podcasting? Yeah, I'm the podcaster your mom warned you about. That's right. Sometimes, no, not even sometimes, all the time, I wear my seatbelt. Bad boy. No, this was actually very true though. Um, I did, I did it again. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I waited until I had two miles left at my gas tank, and it was like, guys, I was driving to go work out on Friday, and I've never felt so alive because I was like, how this could I could this could go out at any point? And then in your head, you're like, how did you do this again, Ryan? Why you know you could have stopped here, you could have stopped there, but then I was like, you're a bad boy. That's what they do, man. Like I can't help it. It's like almost a disease. The coolest disease you'll ever have, being a bad boy. But I'm like, I'm telling you, man. And then, like, I lost my credit card. Yeah, like, again. And, like, it's one of those things where I'm like, like, I'm scared to call, call like, Visa because I'll be like, oh, again? Like, I'm like, oh, my God, maybe I'll get charged this time for, like, them sending me out another card. And then I was kind of like, maybe I just wait because it, it'll probably turn up, right? But then... 
you know, I don't, I feel like I probably should. Anyways, it's bad boy stuff. You guys wouldn't understand because you're, 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 you're people that follow the rules. I don't, I make my own rules. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes there'll be like a bill due and I'll wait an extra day to pay it. Like, I'll just be like, oh shit, you know, they're freaking out. Like, is Ryan going to pay this? And then I do. And they're like, oh man, he had it. Cause he's a bad boy, you know? Um, so just, I wanted you to know, cause I haven't brought up me being the bad boy of podcasting in a while because there's just, I mean, there was so much craziness with the holidays and all that stuff, but I wanted to remind you that this still is one of the only, no, the only place where you'll hear an actual genuine bad boy of podcasting and that, you know, and that's why I'm saying, even with the live show, you want to talk about bad boy. Oh man. I might like spill on myself. Like sometimes, you know, cause sometimes like I, yeah, genuinely I should wear I should be drinking out of a sippy cup. Like, there's no doubt. Like, I don't know what it is. Do you guys ever have, and you're not bad boys, so you wouldn't, but like, I'll hold a glass in my mouth and somehow water still falls out of my mouth. And I think there's like a pretty protective seal that I create with my mouth to the glass, but then I'll still just like, it'll be just dribbling down my face. And I'm just like, dude, that is in, cause that's, it's been a long time since I was a kid that I've been dealing with this. And it's just, that's, that's bad boy stuff, you know? Um, oh, this is not, I, I got like, you know, how I don't like, I don't like really splurge. Uh, like I, I bought a t-shirt. I went to this beastie boys exhibit on Friday, um, in Los Angeles. And it was really cool. You guys know, I love the beastie boys. That's why I picked them for the, the mashup. I just think they're great because they're one of the only, and unfortunately Adam Yauch is no longer with us and they, um, you know, they, they don't, the BC boys don't exist. I mean, they exist as an ideal and their music and all that stuff lives on. But I, what I loved about them too, is where they started to where they ended up is like, they're one of the only bands that actually changed, not only in terms of sound, because they were always dope as hell, but they changed in their messaging. Like they, they started believing in women's rights. Um, you know, they, they started to believe, you know, there was, there, there was just, causes that they got behind and they kind of grew up as men. And I thought that was really, really inspirational. And it was so cool to see this exhibit. If you're in LA, it's on La Brea. It's uh, the place is called beyond the streets and they just had all of this, their old memorabilia and all. And I just geeked out so much. It's going to be open until next Sunday. If you live in Los Angeles, highly recommend it. It's only going to take you like 30 to 40 minutes in there. Unless you cry like I did when I was in there. <laughs> but I got a shirt. I was like, you know what? I want to get, I'd like to get a beastie boy shirt, you know? And, uh, and then I wear it and I'm all proud of it, you know? And then, uh, guess what? Immediately I got ketchup on it. Like I got, I got ketchup on it this morning and that, you know, like, listen, bad boy material as well. But also that made me sad. Cause I was like, Oh, this is why we can't have nice things. And it's not even nice. It's like a t-shirt, but I was like, this is why we can't even buy t-shirts. This is why I mainly shop at old Navy because I can't control I literally just food. There's some, you know what people it's just like dirt and shit just attracts to them. That's me. And I don't <laughs> guys, I swear to God, this is a pop culture podcast. Anyways, that was a how anyway. Okay. We're all good. We're going to start. No, we are. We're going to do it. Um, uh, the, what a week of TV. You guys, I just started watching. They have a new season of Love Island. Now, I talked to you guys about Love Island. I don't mean the American version. I mean the British version. Um, and I watched my first season 
uh, last season with Davide and Ekansu for all of you Love Island fans. And I was introduced to all of their verbiage. Um, you know, like I'm buzzing, I'm buzzing right now. Yeah, I'm buzzing. Let's get grafting. Come on. You want to have a chat? Let me pull you for a chat. And it, I really fell in love with it. So what they do is they're on this, in this villa and there's like four, like, I think it's like five guys, five girls. And then there's like bombshells that come in and you compete to like break up these relationships. And there's one show every day for two months. And it's, so it's, it's a bit of a commitment, but I fell in love with it. The first week, thought it was stupid. Second week, kind of was like, uh, and then the third week, fully in. Like, fully in. I feel like my show is a lot of the same way. It's like, it sneaks up on you. And I loved it so much. Well, a new season started last week. You can't get it here uh, on, I think it'll be on Hulu starting a week from now. But I got a VPN, I got NordVPN, and that means you can ma- – <laughs> I'm really telling you how to do things that are not <laughs> not legal. It'll mask your internet, you know, your, your web address and stuff where you can go on the overseas ITV website and watch it right now because they put on those episodes daily. So – I'm not – Let me okay, let me back up. I didn't say I was doing that. I said I know a friend who was doing that. I would never do that. But I do know a friend that did do that, and it works. And you can, you can even get a 30-day free trial of it, so it'll be great. I don't I, – I would never do it, but I do know somebody that did it was very happy. And it's a different – so I started that this weekend, and I love it. Uh, it is taking me a second to get to know these people, like any show, but I love it. I finished The Traders on Peacock, um, and I, I I really dug that as well. It has a lot of Bravo celebrities, Reza from Shaw's, Kyle Cook from Summer House. You have Kate Chastain, who was amazing, and Brandy Glanville, and a bunch of other people you know from Survivor, Big Brother, and then a bunch of just regular people. But it's like a big game of murder mystery, and they pick like these traitors, and they like murder somebody each night, one of the normal people, and people have to guess who the uh, the the traitors are. And it's a really it's fun. Alan Cumming hosts it, and he puts his heart into it. It was really different. I finished all ten episodes over the last week and a half. And loved it. So I highly recommend it. That's on Peacock. Real Housewives of Miami's on Peacock, which I did a recap of on Friday. I'm loving that. And then there's this really offbeat show that I fell in love with. It's only six episodes. It's called Paul T. Goldman. Now, this is for you guys that love Nathan uh, Felder, Fielder, Felder. Oh, God, I always screw up his last name. Uh, you know, Nathan for you or recently HBO Max's The Rehearsal. It's very much in the same vein. In fact, the director, Jason Wolliner of Paul T. Goldman, directed a lot of Nathan For You episodes. But it's basically about a guy in real life named Paul T. Goldman that had this alleged story happen to him where he got married to somebody that he barely knew and she tried to steal a lot of money. And then he found out she was part of a uh, sex trafficking ring, allegedly. And he wrote a book about it, and the book is not that good. And then he, like, pretty much tweeted out to everybody of, like, every director, every Hollywood person of, uh, w- you know, would you be interested in reading this? I would like to make this into a movie. And Jason Woliner, like, 10 years ago, this comedic director who I love, uh, s- saw this tweet and responded to it and read all the stuff. And so they make this this show. Paul thinks it's a show about 
this, you know, this story that he wrote the book of, but it turns out to be a hybrid where the actual show is more about the making of it and Paul's actual life. And you find out what's true and what's not true in the story that Paul wrote about. And it is, guys, it's so hard to explain, but you'll get it when, like, so it's, it's, it's so funny in the weirdest way, but it's also heartbreaking. The finale was on uh, today, and it was like an hour long. Some episodes are 30 minutes, some are 40. This was an hour. And it just was super beautiful and touching and really funny and really awkwardly funny. It's like if Michael Scott came to life, and I don't know. So if that's your thing, and by the way, that's why I, I, I want to warn people, it's not everybody's thing. I, I would not let my, I would not want my parents to watch this, not because it's, uh, it's bad, just because I don't think they would understand the humor or what they're going for, but I really loved it. So that's on Peacock as well. I feel like I'm like, I honestly feel like I should be getting paid by Peacock lately because I am just loving it. Oh, also tomorrow, I guess DirecTV reached out to me. That thing I did with Claire Crawley, the Bachelorette, uh, I filmed with her at BravoCon. I don't know how it turned out, but it's going to be on YouTube tomorrow. So go to my Instagram. As soon as it's up, I'll be posting it, making a post. But go watch it. Um, I think that'll be great. Oh, my God. Real Friends of WeHo. Did you hear about this reality show that premiered on Friday with uh, Todrick Hall, Brad Goreski? And it's supposedly about... Uh, it's a reality show about six gay men who live in West Hollywood. The only thing that that's bad about it, I guess, I have not watched it yet and I'm going to watch it, is that they're not actually, you know, it's not a real friend group. They were cast together and even some of them don't live in West Hollywood. So they're real friends of WeHo. But I do want to remind people that are bashing the show already you know, Beverly Hills, remember Kyle doesn't live in Beverly Hills. Rinna, I mean, I think Rinna lives in Bakersfield. <laughs> I think Rinna has a, a shack somewhere in Joshua Tree. No, um, but I read, like, guys, it got the worst reviews. It got like a 1.4 on IMDb. And then it only had, like, the Friday night premiere only had 20,000 viewers, which I was like, there's no way that can be right. Like, Pop Crave, which is an outlet, an entertainment outlet, reported that. I was like, that's insane. And it, it premiered after RuPaul's Drag Race, which is huge. Um, but the if you follow it online, the discourse, people just genuinely hate it. And a lot of these people, I don't know Todrick Hall that well. I don't watch Big Brother. And I know he was, uh, I think he choreographed a couple things for Taylor Swift. But this guy, people seem to hate this dude. Like, I don't really know him that well, but people seem to hate that dude. But you know what? It kind of just made me more interested in watching it. I was like, yeah, man, I'll watch, I'll watch this thing. Um... Oh, this is interesting. Did you hear about this? My trainer told me about this. I love that me and my trainer, like he tries to like swap pop culture stories with me now because he knows that's what I'm into. So he'll, he's, you know, in, in between me, like just going, ow, when I'm doing sets is, um, so his girlfriend is, um, this, uh, this girl named young Miami, Y U N G beautiful name. Um, and I guess she was participating in an Instagram live and it was a drinking game. Oh, I guess, I guess on her revolt talk show, Carisha, please. 
I don't, guys, I don't even know if these are all words. I'm just, uh, Young Miami, I guess her real name is Carisha Romika Brownlee. So Carisha, please, I guess, is Young Miami's show on Revolt. Remember, Puff Daddy owns Revolt. He created that network, if you have it. Um, so they're doing a drinking game, like, you know, take a shot if you've ever made out with a guy. Take a shot, you know. And one of the questions to her, Young Miami, was... Take a shot if you like golden showers. Oh, my God. By the way, you guys, if the kids are listening, kick the kids out of the car. We can't explain what golden shower. I don't, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth. It's a Monday. It's a take a shot if you like golden showers, said the City Girls rapper. Oh, I didn't realize she was in City Girls. Um, and she drank, you guys. And, and Young Miami said, quote, it's fun. You know, when you're drunk, you can pee on me in the shower it just depends how the night is flowing. The night is flowing. First off, even using the word flowing, my God, you're pee. I get it. Though. Like I have like the flowing what? guys. No, I'm not. God, maybe I am. Maybe I am trying to kink shame, but let's call, you know, come on. Can we stop with the uh, peeing? Like guys, I, you know, I get great relief if I've, I have to pee after holding it in for a long time, but there's never a part of me of like, oh my God, you know what would make this better? If I was peeing on a girl, you know, what I, <laughs> I've not even not even come close to that thought. There's never even been like the if I had never read the Internet, I wouldn't even know about golden showers like my mind. Like I'm not the Einstein Einstein of perviness, you know, and no offense. I know a lot of my listeners probably like to get peed on. I guess I'm the weirdo. Sure. But then so it's like her boyfriend is is P. Diddy. I mean, P. Diddy, P. E. E. <laughs> One person tweeted, tweeted, P. Diddy is going to be pissed when he sees that P. Diddy is trending because this trended online, you guys. And um, one person wrote, everything I know about P. Diddy and Young Miami has been against my will. <laughs> Can you imagine? Also, I mean, women, guys listening, whatever. I mean, how do you even... Who, who, how does that even come up? And what is the initiation tactic for like, so if you're a guy, you realize like, wow, I really love peeing on people. How do you bring that up to a new person? Like, Hey, are you, you, do you like to get weird? Like, what do you say? Like, oops, I just like, or do you accidentally do it? Like, oops, I think I just peed on you. And that like waiting for them to be like, it's okay. And they're like, really? cool um i don't know it seems so degrading it seems like why would you like you know what i'm saying okay maybe i'm thinking about this wrong i don't know i'm having an argument with myself right now so i wanted you guys to be aware of that oh also uh met gala 2023 you know what it just feels like the met gala was like two months ago because of that stupid kim kardashian marilyn monroe dress thing but the Met Gala is going to be Monday, May 1st. We're very, like, we got only a couple more months, and they have picked the theme. The theme has been announced, and here is the theme. Carl Lagerfeld, a line of beauty, to honor Carl Lagerfeld, who was a regular attendee at the Met. Carl uh, Lagerfeld reminds me of Lisa Rinna a little bit with those big, big, big glasses, very gaunt. Um Oh my God, we talk about that Lisa Rinna today. She's in Paris and somebody like she thought it would be cool to buy a, an outfit that the Joker wore. And all I see is just no buckle fat and just big. Li- You're not going to tell me she's not. She's 
guys, come on. She keeps fucking with her lips. It's just no way. And I just realized she's not going anywhere. I mean, she's just going to keep popping up at the, like, I just, just, just give it a rest for at least a couple months. Lisa, I beg of you, please. I need the break from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And I know you're not in it anymore, but please just chill out for it. So anyways, that's going to be the theme. I don't know what I'll wear for it, but just wanted you guys to get ready for that. Um, Oh God, you guys, I found out this today. Okay. So with podcasting, a lot of competition, right? Um, and you got to keep reinventing. You got to really push the envelope, get new people in, which by the way, thank you to everybody that's recommended this podcast to other people. But guess who just entered the podcasting game? That's right. Meredith Marks. <laughs> guess what? She has a new podcast that will be coming out. Guess who her co-host is? That's right. It's me, Seth Marks. I took, I'm busy with 4,000 employees, but now I'm going to do a podcast with my main squeeze, Meredith. What's up, Seth? It's me, Meredith. How's everybody doing? The podcast is called Hanging by a Thread, you guys. It really is. Our new podcast is called Hanging by a Thread. And we just like to relax. And just it sounds like we're just on muscle relaxants. That's right, Meredith. We're going to talk about everything. About you fucking half of New York, according to Lisa Barlow. And why you stood up for Jen Shaw, even though most people realized she was guilty. Well, she has, I don't know about that. We're just going to have a lot of fun. So, uh, Meredith, welcome to the podcasting game. I cannot wait to have somebody tell me what you talk about on that show. So everybody, if you're a big Meredith Marks fan, that is going to be amazing for you. Oh, you guys, I watched Real Housewives of Potomac today or tonight. And I told you, like, I've been telling you where I'm like, I'm not really feeling this season. Last two episodes, like tonight's episode. So good. So good. You guys, spoiler alert, but um, Karen, Brings up to uh, to Ashley that she she thinks that Juan Dixon, Robin's fiance, is dating this lady in Georgetown, I believe. And they walk the streets together. And Robin was like, "What does she look like?" And Karen was like, "Like me." <laughs> And then the producers did a drawing, and it looks like the Babadook. It literally looks so scary. It's like, even thinking about it, it's just so funny. It's like... And then Karen, and this was like, Karen then went on to say that one, like at a reunion, like last year or the year before... Um, something was brought up about threesomes. Like, Robin, would you ever want to have a threesome with Juan? And Robin was like, hell no. And Juan, like, sitting right behind her at the reunion. And then Karen was like, after the reunion, Juan hugged me. And he hugged me so hard, my breast went to, into the, my backbone. And he said, I would want you to be the third. <laughs> Karen was like, why not? I'm beautiful. But it made me feel very uncomfortable. I love Karen so much. I don't believe any of it, but I love her so much. But I got to tell you, folks, tonight's Potomac, 
brought it. And I loved it, loved it, loved it so much. And what I love about that show is you can kind of sometimes dip in and out. Like, I've watched all the episodes, but I got to tell you, like, halfway through the season, I started, like, watching with one eye and then one eye was on my phone. Dude, I was fully watching tonight. I was so happy to be fully watching it. Also, in Potomac News, guess what? Like, so Luke Gulbranson... You know, and Ashley, they were dating and, you know, they split up and then Ashley was on Watch What Happens Live and saying that, uh, you know, it was kind of because of Michael Darby. He kind of made it difficult. There was an awkward situation. But then this weekend, Luke had an event for one of his products and Ashley came to support. So and then Ashley was at some function and she was asked a question and she said, it's a really, you know, it's kind of a hard situation right now or it's like so it seems like there's a potential they are dating or they're trying to work it out i'll tell you more but this thing man it, it i this is not good for my heart i can't keep going up and down like this where i want it to happen and then it doesn't happen and then i figure okay i'm i'm okay with it not happening and all of a sudden it's back on like we gotta pick a lane and stick to it also for all you people that didn't say i was going to work on my new year's resolutions i'm doing i'm killing it I'm 22 days now without Diet Coke. Oh, it just even hurts when I say it out loud. I miss you so much, baby. I miss you so much. I hope you understood why I had to leave, why I can't have you anymore. Oh, but you, I miss you so with ice. Oh, my God. Anyways, I have, I've stopped the Diet Coke. And one of my other resolutions was to start watching Married to Medicine. Guess who has two thumbs and a stain on his Beastie Boys shirt that does watch that show now. This guy! I started watching Married to Medicine! I'm only one episode in, but it's it's the baby steps. You take one step, and that's all. You know what I'm saying? So I'm killing the game. That's what I'm saying. So I've started that, still with the Diet Coke. I've worked out four days in a row. Uh-huh, my body completely hurts. But th- those are all good things. How are you guys doing on your your resolutions? Uh, and finally, before we get to uh, Dana, IG Famous by Dana, and by the way, we're going to do entertainment stories all week. I've been throwing, just so you guys know that maybe dip in and out of the week shows, I do usually pop culture stories in the beginning of every episode. Like, I'll do whole pop culture roundups by myself throughout the week. So if you're looking just to catch up on some pop culture stuff, consider, you know, even listening to the first part, if that's something that you're interested in. Um so Selena Gomez, I talked on Friday how she said she put up an Instagram story and then she delayed, dated it saying like, I am hashtag I am single and that she's not seeing anybody. She'd rather be by herself. But then we got paparazzi photos with her and numb nuts from the chain smokers, this Drew Taggart and like, whatever, everybody makes mistakes. We've all been there. We made, you know, but I will say what's unforgivable in these paparazzi shots of them dating over the weekend. This guy is wearing baggy denim. And he has two butterflies on each of his knees on the denim. Okay, that that does not fly. That's not cool. That's just legitimately not cool. That scares me. That's creepy. Don't, I mean, like, women, I, I, I don't even think women really would probably want butterflies on their knees. Who knows? But that's even more acceptable because butterflies are pretty and so are, so are girls. But this guy, Drew, no. You know, don't have butterflies on your knees of your jeans. You ever think Old Navy would pull that shit with their denim? Hell no, I would not shop there anymore. I am not going to be wearing butter butterfly on my knee, knees denim jeans, no. So once again, Selena, you got to pull your head out of your butt behind and stop dating this guy. 
Like, what do you, 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 he picks you up or you meet him there and you see what he's wearing. You're like, oh, cool. Butterflies on your knees. Like, no, no. Anywho, you guys, what a, what a, what a catch up. Um, we have another great show. We have great shows all week. I think I haven't done them yet, but I, I have a feeling they're going to be good. Uh, but let's go to something that I know is good. This is such a fun conversation. I learn a lot always with Dana and I just have a really fun time. And I hope you guys have a really great time listening to her. I think she's great. You already follow her, but if you don't at IG famous by Dana, go follow her on TikTok as well. And, and I'll talk to you guys on Tuesday. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to your Monday episode, your pop culture roundup. Uh, I am so excited for so many reasons today, but my main reason is that I get to talk to somebody I love talking to. I haven't talked to her in months. Uh, she recently just got verified on Instagram, folks. So, like, that means she shouldn't even be here. Like, that, she is so far beyond me in this show right now, but she has decided to come on a Sunday. She is post-brunch. She is couple mimosas deep. She's got some 1942 by the side, just like Kylie Jenner, mind you. And we're going to talk about Kylie today. But you know her, you love her as at IG famous by Dana on Instagram. Dana Omari, welcome to the show. Oh, my God, Ryan, I could never like that was such an amazing intro. I will always be on your show, by the way. Doesn't matter. No, that's a, by the way, we had talked recently that I was like, we got to we got to do more of these. And we t- and then time goes so fast. It just like it. But. Last time I talked to you, you were already doing great, but like you're at like 256,000 followers right now. You got verified. Like, I mean, all of these things are happening. Does it still blow you away thinking about your life three years ago and thinking of your life now? Literally, I I can't even like I I don't even understand how this happened. I I cannot believe I even got verified. I found out I was verified. I was at a photo shoot that I paid for. This was not like a (laughs) photo shoot. Like I was like, I need more pictures of me. And I was showing the photographer pictures I didn't like from other photographers that I've had. And I was like, Oh my God, is that a blue check? Like literally in the middle. So they just, they just gave it to you and you didn't even know it was going to be, you didn't even, they just randomly said, Dana, we, we like you so much here on Instagram. Well, I apply, you have to apply. They never just, I mean, I don't know. Okay. I mean, maybe if you're like, you know, Jennifer Aniston, you automatically get it. But like me, (laughs) I I applied three times last year and got denied every single time. I applied with the same, you you know, you have to prove you're a public figure. I applied with the same content, like all this. Wait, what did you um, send them? Like Kyle on Ozempic? And they were like, that's good. I like that. I sent um, three articles, two were features. I sent them um, the time I was unfortunately in Candace Owens' documentary, and I was recently in another documentary. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. So I sent them all five. (laughs) The same things I sent in October that they denied me, I sent them again. I was like, why not? Let's try it. And they approved me. God, I got to, you know, it's like, I I've been in the Washington post and the New York times and stuff uh-huh. like that. I should try, I should try Who knows? You uh, but you should. know what I think it is? I always, I always think this about your account and like my friend Kiki talk of shame and stuff like that is that you guys uh, genuinely provide a service. Like you're funny. Like I'm not, don't get me wrong, but I do very silly things. I, uh, there's a little spices of entertainment information, but you really go deep into beauty trends. You go deep, like, 
Uh, I was talking to Kirby Johnson, who does the the makeup, the uh, Los Angeles pod, and she has a really good account I like too. But it's like this stuff I don't know about. So when I go to your guys' account, I always learn something. And I think that's a huge benefit and why I love Instagram so much. I mean, I would say the same about your page because you definitely are a little bit more caught up on the Bravo world and pop culture than I am. So a lot of what you post, it... Either I'm like, oh, wait, that's something I didn't think about while I was watching that or, oh, I need to watch that because this is an amazing review or, you know, yeah. you have hilarious no, think things I, about whatever's happening. So there, there are times where I, I will literally watch an episode. Like, for example, I don't, don't hate me. I don't love the OC. Like, I don't love Real Housewives of Orange County. That's, I don't watch listen, it. That, I can totally understand why <laughs> but, you wouldn't. But I watch every episode that you talk about so i don't watch the whole season but you'll talk if there's like a very like hear that instagram that about, instagram yeah are you listening instagram hear that um <laughs> right okay. also the oc Let's, i only watch you when ryan bailey tells me about it and then yeah. i watch it <laughs> well, i'm not joking I'm, I'm serious off. i'm 100 percent no i i just like to deflect when anybody gives me a compliment um uh, let's rip the bandaid off though. We're going to start with something I originally asked you on the show to talk about. We've yes, got a lot to I talk know. about, but let's start at the beginning is because now this is interesting on Twitter. I had seen a picture of Kyle Richards from real housewives of Beverly Hills. Right. And she was showing off her ripped abs. And I was like, Oh my God, is she going to do a bodybuilding competition? Like Teresa Giudici and Tamara did on their respective housewife right. shows. And then, she, you know, and by the way, I want to make this very clear. We she think looks she looks amazing. But yeah, I, I really don't want to get into, because by the way, I haven't seen my abs in like 20 years now. And it looks, I mean, it looks so cool to have abs. But I said, and I, I retweeted this and I said, is Kyle on Ozempic too? We talked briefly about Ozempa, Ozempic last time, which is a diabetic drug. And it really does seem to produce results. There's a lot of theories that the Kardashians are on it as well. And I just thought, wow. How did because Kyle's always been somewhat health conscious. She's always walking with Freddie Mellencamp. We always get her paparazzi photographs working out. And so I was, and by the way, I wasn't saying that like, oh, boo, Kyle. I was like, is she on Ozempic too? Because it seems like at a certain age, my self, my metabolism slows down. You right. then I went to your Instagram page. You had done the same thing in your stories. Right. And I was like, Oh, I got to talk to you about this. Right. And by the way, Kyle has responded to you. Will you fill us in? Yes. On I will talk about your that. feelings. Right. But first let me, I, I do want to really talk very quickly about Ozempic. Ozempic is a drug that was made for diabetes but it has since been found that semaglutide, which is the active in Ozempic, that it is actually amazing for weight loss. And it is now approved for weight loss in obesity and overweight individuals um, under the name Wagovi. Munjaro is a very similar, it's called terzepatide. So we have semaglutide, we have terzepatide um, is basically semaglutide ozempic on steroids like it's even more beastlier in terms yeah, of these seems like all names of like right bands at coachella that i don't right. know about i'm like what right are you, what so, so they're, so they're, right wagovi so when people are like it's a diabetic med it's diabetic med it is also a medication that is made for weight loss 
Um, the earlier okay, versions, Lyra Blue Todd, we have Sixenda Victoza. So when you say, oh, the Kardashians are rumored to be on it, I actually have a very a few really great sources that said the Kardashians started on Lyra Glutide, so Sixenda or Victoza, and then they moved to semaglutide, whether it's Ozempic, Wagovi, a compounded version, or whatever. So just want to clear I'm going to need you to start speaking English at a certain right, point, because okay. you just said a bunch of words. <laughs> okay, so basically just saying it is also approved, FDA approved. It's not even just off-label, but FDA approved for weight loss. So when people are like, diabetic, diabetic, I'm like, it's also approved for weight loss. Now, when it comes to me, I am on compounded as um, com- compounded semaglutide. I'm not on the brand name Ozempic. When it comes to me or Kyle's, definitely vanity and not necessarily that we were obese and on it. But anyway, wait, wait. I do want to point that out. You had mentioned that last time too. Is that you were uh, very honest, saying that you were on it as well, and you were like, right. yes, but also also wanting to point out you were also exercising on it as well. Like yes. I believe Kyle and the Kardashians potentially oh, do. So, so Kyle, so here, here's my thing with Kyle is that she has been working out her entire life, first of all, but when she met Teddy, I think she really like bunkered down and really got <laughs> in, got into fitness, you know? Freddie was like, are you all in Kyle? Are you yes. all in? Are you not? all in Kyle? Like five plus years. And we saw actually a change from before she met Teddy. And then when she met Teddy, there was a change in her body, her physique, you know, it was very obvious, but then suddenly in the last six months, she is now thinner, smaller than she has ever been ever. Been. Yeah. ever. Like even like looking at pictures of her when she was 19, 20, before she even had, um, Farrah smaller now more, um, built now. You know, and I'm like that. That doesn't happen suddenly from what well, she what she said was yoga, cycling, and running. And I was like, baby, no. And, mm-hmm. and she recently said, uh, I think this weekend or this past week, she's cut out sugar, alcohol, and carbs. And right. I'm like, okay, that's also great. Like that's also, but still, I've had periods of time where I've done similar things, and I do see results, but I don't see the type of results. The last time we saw Kyle on television, I guess, was at the reunion for Beverly Hills, which is right. only four months ago or so. I right. mean, it's, you know, when they filmed it. So I was just shocked when I saw these pictures because the definition on the abs, and right. people want to argue well, all day, guys. People want to argue this, like, why can't you let her? It's not about letting her have. I totally, I think she looks great, even if she's on semaglutide. But it's bothering me because it's like these results are happening so much quicker than usual when you really put the work in. I do want to say that um, her abs, her, her stomach has a lot of features of that she's had a tummy tuck and has had ab etching. But that's it. Ab etching. People were saying ab etching. Yes. No. Yeah. 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 Comments. Yeah. Because because the the ab lines are a little bit off from where they should be if they were natural. But it doesn't matter because you know what? If I could afford ab etching, I've never had abs in my life. I've even lost all the weight and gotten to you know closer to where I was when I was in college. Still have never had abs in my life. I would totally do it. So no hate there. But um, I did post about it. And then someone said a very well-known blind item person just revealed that, of course, because she keeps saying no Ozempic. I'm not on Ozempic. And I'm like, okay, yeah. you can say no Ozempic, but maybe you're on Wagovi. Maybe you're on compounded semaglutide. Maybe you're on Munjaro. Yes. It's kind of like being like, 
I don't drink Coke. I don't drink Coke, but it's because you drink Pepsi, you know, like it doesn't mean you don't drink soda, right? It doesn't mean you don't drink soda. It just means you don't drink Coke. Um, And so I posted like, okay, like that makes sense. If she's on Munjaro, Munjaro is amazing. She DM'd me and she goes, this is all Kyle did. Kyle did. Kyle DM'd me and said, quote, also not true. All I said was still love you though, heart. I saw that, that you posted right, that. Right, right, right. Well, I actually didn't post it. I didn't post oh, that. Oh, I sent it to you. I sent it to you. Sorry, sorry. Right. So then after that, she said, this is quote, I'm reading directly from my phone. It's so frustrating because I've been working so hard to get here. I haven't had alcohol, sugar, carbs, et cetera, for six months as of January 15th. I work out every day, but people want to believe what they want to. Mm-hmm. To let that sit. Sure, so sure. I believe that. Do I believe she's been working out? Yes. Do I believe she's cut all this stuff out? Yes. But it doesn't mean you're not on this medication. It's like when Mindy Kaling was like, I'm just eating less food. Yes. That's literally what this medication does. Like I, I talked about mine. I was like, I eat like a, a, a toddler. I don't know. If your, appetite, your appetite, your yes. appetite disappears, right? Yeah. Your appetite disappears. You get um, fuller quicker. You also have like much, much, much less cravings, if any at all. So studies have been showing that people are drinking less, they're smoking less. In addition to cutting back on, you know, sugar, like, you you know, when you're like, Oh, I want a cookie. I I don't have those cravings anymore. I don't crave anything. You can ask my fiance. He's like, you eat like half of a taco. And I'm like, but yeah, by the way, that's kind of, that would piss me off. That would, Dana, that would piss me off if I was your fiance because I like to eat. And if I, if then my girl's only taking a couple bites of something, well, or I would actually then eat her food too, probably. So he might. No, like I, it. I think he, I think he is a little pissed off, but also he has the metabolism of something like that pisses me off. So it's fine. He oh, see, I hate. I hate those guys with good metabolisms. That's so right. unfair to people. Right. Um, like his, his idea okay. on Fizz, I, his abs show less. I'm like, okay, I've never had abs. <laughs> abs so. are a little puffier today. Um, yes. The other thing too, just to bring Chloe into this, is that in the new year, I Us Weekly always does these articles every like five months where it's like, Chloe claps back at a hater. And the hater right. said something about being on Ozempic. And she goes- right girl, you don't realize how hard I work out. And I'm like, two right. things can be true at once. You right. can work your ass off and you can still right. be on this. And together right. it is forming amazing results. Right, exactly. So it's like, exactly, Chloe, we have watched you work your ass off for 10 years. Yes. And then suddenly in six months, like you're super tiny. Like it- And your sisters what, what? and your and Kim, Kim is super and, tiny. And Kylie- Stassi, Stassi, Kylie's friend has never been this small. And now she's like this. And, and I know it almost makes me respect Courtney more because Courtney has, well, I mean, still probably an insane body, but a more natural body compared to her sisters. I know. Well, but Courtney is, I don't give a fuck. You know, like Courtney's like, whatever, y'all do that. I know. I'll, that's what I like. I'll I love that she's salad. like, truly, she's on her own journey, but it's like, I'm I'm seeing more normality in terms of like what I noticed compared to her sisters. It's like, right. how did your sisters all in one year, two of them decide to go like go? Three. We we have to talk about Kylie's in there too, but yes, three. Okay, <laughs> dude, Kylie's like 25 years old. What the hell? Like, my God, right. give your body. Well, what what are the uh, is there uh, bad effects of this drug? If you're because I was watching some, uh, I think it was 
Remy Bader on the Not Skinny, Not Fat podcast. And she said she was on it and then went off it and gained double the weight back, I believe. Yeah. So that is, that was clickbait in my opinion. And like no shade to Remy. I love her. I love her so much. But she, first of all, had binge eating disorder, which she's talked about. She also stated that she has pre-diabetic lab values or she was pre-diabetic. She, first of all, should have been on this medication long-term. There are, there are plenty of people and they have amazing results. It's not even about weight loss, like for their lab values, for their health, that they need to be on it long-term. So it's going to be, if you're diabetic, you're pre-diabetic, you have PCOS, um, you have struggled with obesity for a long period of time because obesity is a very difficult condition. That's usually compounded by a lot of things like genetic. It's not. It's never just eat better and work out for obesity. Let's say that. Right. So like in her case, she is, you know, quote obese and has been for the majority of her adult life. She has binge eating disorder. She had pre-diabetic values. She was only on it for three months. And she said when she got, it helped her while she was on it, she wasn't binging, but when she got off of it, she went back to binging and it's like, you would reasonably expect if you get off of a medication, you start binging that you're going to gain all the weight back. So if I'm a dietitian, if she were my patient, I would have been like, why are you, why are you getting off of your treatment? It's like, if you were depressed and you just got off of your SSRI or you, whatever, oh, you're, you had high you know, blood I mean, I, I, I've, I've gotten off SSRIs before and you, I mean, it's like, wow, what a, what a really scary feeling. That's why they recommend you going down. Like don't do it cold Turkey, go down and down because it really does show you what it does to the body. But then even in terms for you though, you noticed results as a dietitian. I'm guessing you were not pre-diabetic, but like you said, this is now approved. It was a, it was a vanity issue for me, honestly. And I I'll say that, but I love that you would, I love that you admit that. And what I'm saying is there's nothing wrong with that. Kyle wants to look better. Kim and Chloe want to look better. So there's nothing inherently wrong. I think the lying part of it is another thing that is making me dislike pop culture and more and more, whether it be from Jen Shaw or this stuff is that nobody tells the truth anymore. True. But I, so I do definitely understand because there is a huge backlash with this because first of all, there's a misconception that you're taking medications away from diabetics who need it. First of all, yes, that's what I hear. Yeah. Right. So first of all, this is not a life-saving medication for diabetics. It is a secondary medication. It's not insulin. Like if they don't have it, they will not die. And there are six GLP agonists on the market. So Truly, if it was so necessary, they could move on to Saxenda or Victoza, which are, you know, liraglutides. There are other medications on the market. I am not saying that diabetics do not deserve access. They 100% do, but so do obese people. And also anyone who, between them and their provider... (laughs) Wait, I get you cut off. So sorry. Okay. Okay. Anyone who between them and their provider have decided that this is the right medication for them. I think that that is what they should be allowed to do. The fact that it's being put on us as the consumer instead of the makers is beyond me. So there's, there's a lot of backlash with that. Like, oh, you're taking medications from diabetics. And it's like, no, I'm not. Second of all, 
it, we have also made weight loss and like what we look like, we've moralized it. We've made it into, you should work hard for that. If you don't work hard for it, you don't deserve it. And it's like, yeah, why, why are we moralizing weight and body? That's insane to me. So I don't deserve it. You think it's a shortcut. You think I'm lazy. Why? Yeah. Why? No, that's, I mean, I love, I love this conversation so much because it brings up and like, I've, I've struggled with weight my whole life myself. Like I yo-yo, I, I've never like, and by the way, I've said to the audience, if anybody wants to give me free Ozempic, guess what? I'm going to do it. If there's back alley Ozempic somewhere, I will go in that back alley. And I, I, I don't think I can afford the real Ozempic, but if anybody, but you know what I'm saying? Like I, I can probably listen, hook you up. I can thank probably hook you. you up. But I've struggled with weight my whole life and it really does matter to me. And I know it doesn't matter to other people, but like how I see myself, I've struggled with, uh, you know, low self-esteem because of looks and all of this stuff. So this well, you live in LA. Doesn't everyone have low self-esteem out there because everyone's so yeah, that's beautiful? It, that's, yeah, that's it. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. I was thinking about that last night. I was like, I work out with a trainer now. I work out and I'm like, I, I still like. I'm like, okay, I could probably outbench a lot of the people in LA at this point, but like, I don't, you know, it's like, anyways, anyways, enough about me. Um, This is, did Kyle say anything else? Because by the way, I do want to shout out Kyle. Congratulations on the sugar alcohol. I know how insanely tough is that that's for anybody. And you look amazing, but I kind of was thinking too, do you ever have this imagination of like, I'm picturing like whoever introduced it to that friend group. Now I'm thinking Freddie Mellencamp's on it. Now I'm thinking that whole group of girls is just jonesing for Ozempic. And it makes me kind of laugh. It's not even just jonesing. Like I've talked to a lot of people who are celebrities or low-key celebrities. And they're like, oh no, it's an open secret that everyone's on it. And then they just don't want to talk about it to the public because the public is not understanding why these people who are relatively thin or relatively fit are getting thinner, right? Like what our obsession with thinness in general. And so like one person, I can't say her name because she was like, you know, don't mention this, but she went to a wedding this past summer, late summer. And she said the groom or the, maybe the best man, I don't know, somebody, when he was giving a speech, he was joking about how this wedding should have been sponsored by Ozempic because everybody showed up to the wedding 20 pounds lighter. Then they should have been. And nobody ate. And, nobody ate. Right. They can't nobody ate. Yeah, we paid all this money. Nobody ate the food. <laughs> we, we paid like $100 a head. Nobody ate the food. Andy Cohen made a joke that like all the housewives are coming to their new seasons that they're filming 20 pounds lighter. He was <laughs> oh, like, God. Ozempic. And also, I hate, like, I want everyone to start saying semaglutide because we keep saying Ozempic. There's Wagovi. There's Munjaro's technically terzeptide, but it, again, it's like a stronger semaglutide. We should just be talking about it with the generic names because there are a lot of options to get there. Just saying. You know what I'd be curious, Dana, is if uh, Ozempic is having the best year ever in terms of sales, like what the sales figures are. If you've seen it shoot way up, I would be so curious. Well, first of all, it, so the makers are Nova Nordisk. Nordisk. They are they've never been hurting for money, right? These pharmaceutical companies, <laughs> like they're those, able to wine and dine everybody. Companies. Right. Those, those poor people are able to have ten thousand dollar dinners, no big deal, whatever. They're they're never hurting. But um part of the backlash is like it's been Wagovi and Ozempic have been 
hard to get since March 2022, before it went viral on TikTok, before all of that, it was already on back order with a disruption in manufacturing and now like more demand. It's been on back order. So basically, they're just raking in the money. They're raking in the money and they're trying to sue the compound. So I get compounded semaglutide, which means the pharmacists make it in-house. A whole nother topic there, but like, you know, they're making basically a um a generic version. It'd be like if I made my own, yeah. you know, Coca-Cola instead of buying the can with my little soda pop stream or whatever. Um, that's what they're doing. And Novo Nordisk is going after these compounding pharmacies and trying to sue them because there's technically patent law, what patent laws, which, you know, I hope doesn't come through because like, then where will I get my supply? If I have to pay out of pocket for the brand name, I can't afford the brand name. Uh, you are so damn knowledgeable about, wait, so did you say there was anything else that Kyle said? Yeah. So after she, so basically, again, when she said, I'm so frustrated because I've been working so hard, blah, blah, blah. It's that mirrors what Chloe said. Like I've been working my ass off. Yes. What these women, I, I want to like, I want everyone to hear this. What these women are very concerned about is that people think they haven't been working. They are afraid that people are going to think that they're taking the easy way out, that they're lazy, whatever. Both of these women have been working their asses off for this. And so they're concerned, like when she said, I'm frustrated because I've been working so hard to get here. I haven't had alcohol, sugar, carbs, blah, blah, blah. That's what she's concerned about. So I said, for what it's worth, I personally don't think it means you haven't worked hard if you're on it. Really? Did you tell her you're on it? Did yeah, you tell her yeah, 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 yeah. I said, I'm on compounded semaglutide. Um, and, and I've finally been able to lose my COVID weight and then some because of this. And I said, you look amazing. I'm happy for you. And she did say, I would share if I was, I 100% don't believe it. I love Kyle. Don't believe that. She said, but thank you. Prayer hands. Wait, 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 wait. You, <laughs> can I give you $100 if you write back? Hey, Kathy, your sister told me you were on it. Now with my blue check. Just mess with her. Just mess with her. No. Okay. Okay. So I I do believe they genuinely work hard, but I just know what it's like to work hard and not see results. It's got to be exciting to work hard and see the results. And yeah, like you're doing it with help of something else, but who doesn't get do things with help from like, whether it be help people, helping people, I don't really care about that part of it. So this is fascinating. Let's move on though to we got a lot of stuff to cover and we'll we might come back to this but i in further kardashian news even though people really hate when i talk about the kardashians uh i love this and i i saw your story today and i'd already know this last new found this out last night but kylie jenner congratulations it only took a little under a year to name her child uh it was originally wolf and that was by Travis. And then they, I guess, decided they didn't like Wolf. And now yeah. they finally, out of nowhere on a Saturday, you guys, Kylie not only gives us the name, but also shows the baby just out of nowhere. And there's no He's people. So He's so cute. He's so cute. Oh, guys, there, I want to say this. There's nothing to do with making fun of a kid here. There is, I'm going like, the baby's name is Air. A-I-R-E, correct? Right. Right. Exactly. Which basically is just air, like the air you breathe, misspelled or 
I think it's supposed to be a cute spelling on air, H-E-I-R. Like, you know, if I was stormy, I'd be like, what does this mean? Like, where's my inheritance, first of all? And then also like billionaire, millionaire, the, the last part of that air, A-I-R-E. That, that's what heir I think they're going heir to, for. Heir to the throne or billionaire. Right, but right. also it was Stormy pointed should out. Be, and, Stormy should be concerned, honestly, yeah. in my Stormy opinion. Stormy was like, change, change my name to air. Yeah, Stormare. Um, <laughs> Actually, that's nice. Um, but the funny thing is, and this is probably they didn't realize, in Arabic, what does air mean? In it's slang for penis. It really means dick or cock. <laughs> By the way, Travis is probably like, hell yeah, my kid's name is Dick. Yeah. Right. Like, right. That could be, that's kind of baller in a way. Like people are like, that might, that's kind of funny. But at the same time, who knows? That could be like street cred later in later years, you know? Maybe. I mean, my fiance did say, like, you shouldn't have to worry about other languages or whatever. But I'm like, but when you're like that famous and like people who speak these other languages, we do think about that. Like my friend Arab, my friend Dima, who's Arab. She was like the Arabi, so the Arab community have been t- having too much fun with this on TikTok, and I'm like, oh yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, like it's the like Arab you name you, you name your kid like <laughs> you named your kid a slang term for a penis, um, but it, it made me think of like this one follower told me that in like Scotland, Ireland, fanny means vagina. That's why they call them bum bags <laughs> over there. And so they, when they see Americans say fanny pack, they're like, huh, they're saying vagina pack. They're, they're saying vagina. I really always learn so much from you. But Dana, I get scared with these celebrity names because I'm like, where's like, I'm I'm scared that our names are just going to go out of style. Like Dana, Ryan, like what about like a Bobby or a, a Theodore? Like what, a, like a normal name? Everybody has to go so fancy now with their names. Right. Um, the other thing, when you deal with the Kardashians, you deal with uh, the like uh, Da Vinci Code of why they're posting now. Right. Why do you think? Because usually there's something going on behind the scenes to distract us. That's the theory, a working theory that a lot of people have. Why do you think Kylie out of nowhere on a Saturday dropped the baby's picture and name just out of nowhere? I think honestly, because nobody was talking about her. She posted some super gorgeous. I mean, she's beautiful gorgeous sexy pictures of her of her and Stassi it didn't even make a blip in the radar right like none of us were were like okay there there are your gorgeous boobs there's you and Stassi like you know kind of teasing some some lesbian you know play because they're like all you know on each other touching each other skimpy wear and not one article was written about it like not been there done that but right we've not we've seen that over and over again it's like a sequel to a sequel to a sequel we don't need to like i genuinely don't care and anymore i know she's technically beautiful i've just seen it so many times that it doesn't even register exactly so what i really think is is that she dropped all these very sexy beautiful pictures of herself and her with her friend and not even a blip in the radar. Like nobody paid attention. Like we were like, okay, we like it. Cool. Whatever. Like I didn't repost it. You didn't repost it. No other pop culture, nothing like actually cared about it. And she was probably like, shit, I haven't had attention in a while that, you know, I need, I need to get my engagement up. I mean, we've all done this as creators. We're like, oh shit, we haven't had engagement in a while. We need to like churn out something. And I, that's truly what I believe happened. And she was like, 
I put the sexiest pictures of myself out, the most beautiful pictures I've taken in a while and nothing. I need to like amp up my game. And when the Travis uh, information came out around January of like, they're no longer together. I didn't care. Like, I was like, oh, I didn't even think you guys were together. Like, I don't right, care. Right. We're like, we thought we knew that y'all weren't together. <laughs> guys, <laughs> wait, you're just finding out now, Kylie? I've known for a long time you guys weren't right. together. That's I'd be um, more surprised if he like proposed to you. Like, that would be like a holy shit. They're engaged. Yeah. They're getting married. <laughs> I just wonder though, like, what's like, okay, I did the baby. Uh, that's going okay. Like, what is next for Kylie? Like, you know, the makeup from what I hear is not selling like it used to. I don't know if that is true or not, um, but I do wonder. And then you had Kim. Kim spoke at Harvard for a two hour speech on Friday at Harvard Business School. And we saw all the photos and I, you know, I just think it's I don't know. It's like that's wild on a whole different way. But she did. Skims is a multi-billion dollar company. So I understand right. uh, that. I just think all the pictures and like you it's like another, it's another wish fulfillment where I feel like the last year and a half we've seen a lot of, and she's gone through a lot of tragedy, which we don't get to see on the show, but on the show, it's like a make a wish foundation for Kim every week. Like got the right. Maryland dress. I walked in. See, well, she buys every celebrity. Have you seen all the memes of it's like where people are making jokes about um, all the things Kim is buying. So she's bought yeah, all these I did like, I, celebrities. Yeah, I yeah. And, then, and so now they're like making jokes. So like she also bought um, Dana from Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, $25,000. Yeah. I, I said she bought. Uh, historians are concerned. I said she bought uh, Dorit's room at Buca de Beppo. Yes, for three point yes, two million. I saw that. I saw that. It's like she bought the room. I, I like, like Historians are concerned. God. Do you ever get scared? You probably don't because you're you're usually more straightforward than I am. But I get scared when people are like, she did. That's bullshit. Like, like they believe it. And I'm like, yeah. wait, why would you ever? Come on. That's such a like she bought a book at a bep. Come on, guys. Like if I had money, I would do that. But Kim, that's a complete joke. She did buy Janet Jackson's outfit from the uh, music video. Um, what song was it? It was like iconic. Uh, she paid thirty five thousand for that. She paid. Um, $200,000 for Princess Diana's cross the necklace cost. last yeah, week. Yeah. Um, but it is weird. I keep thinking of like, where's the line between cosplay and creating your own mystique, creating your own look, have your own pieces that people want to buy one day. True. But also I always think about it this way. If we had that much money, you and I, like if we had like millions and millions and millions, and we know like our kids are like set or great, 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 great kids are set if we decide to have them. Like, what would you spend your money on? Like, I feel like I would buy bullshit. I'd be like, okay, here's this this $17,000 vodka sold. Why? Because $17,000 is a drop in the bucket for me. Like what, like that, I made that one hour. I bought a a Tom Girardi photo from his law office and this is his actual law photo from his office. I, this was money I, real money I spent. So I know I would buy bullshit, but I'm right. saying when I get to Kim Kardashian's level, which won't happen, but if, if I ever did, I would keep it. Like, I'd be like, I'm going to buy this. But if anybody fucking tells on me, you're dead because right. I only want, I don't want yeah. anybody to know I bought the Batmobile, you know? Right. Right. But also they live for getting any kind of press. So it, it kind of goes like, yeah. do we want people to know, or do we want people to talk about it? You know? Dana, where are you from originally? Like, so I'm Arab, 
but I was born in Tennessee and I live in Houston, have lived in Houston now for um, a lot of years, many years. <laughs> well, I don't know if you know, but I, uh, I'm from Spain. Uh, oh, Mayorka. nice. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm not. Are you but joking? Are you serious? Okay, okay. I was totally like, joking. no, are we doing? Are we doing <laughs> totally. Been, no, no. But I do want to bring up a big thing you, that happened. Ilaria. Rian. Ilaria Baldwin. Um, so this Ryan is another Bailey. thing where I'm not. <laughs> yeah, right. We have my family. You know, Bailey's a Spanish name. So obviously, uh, well, it's, it's Bailey there, right? Bailey. Yeah, you guys wouldn't understand how to pronounce it because you're American. But um, Friday, <laughs> this is another story that I, I want to make sure I it's not about kids. So Alaria was interviewed on the streets. She was taking her baby for a please walk and paparazzi. Hillary, were, please. Well, I'm yeah, interrupting you. Sorry, please call Hillary, Hillary, from, Hillary Boston. from Boston, which is her real name. Uh, <laughs> she was taking her baby and paparazzi were swarming. It's a very scary situation. I'm sure you could argue, right. of course, that you would know it would be. So don't take your baby out there. But regardless, she stopped the paparazzi and gave a speech. Ryan, put the speech in here right now. Uh, 1239, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Now, the thing that you're going to notice about that is that's a very pronounced accent on certain mm. words. Mommy, they have got to say it to their mommy. That mommy, mommy. And you guys, she truly, and people have been like arguing about this too. Guys, it's literally a con that she's been doing for so long and she needs to drop it because there's, she didn't, she, she's lived in New York since 2015. So if anything, she should have a New York accent if we go right. by that. She has an appreciation for Spanish culture. Her parents don't speak with an accent, you guys. Yeah, um, and they the only moved to Mallorca. Gotten... They moved, I want to say this. They always lived in, what, Connecticut and Massachusetts. Yeah. They moved Boston, to yeah. Mallorca, Spain, in retirement. Like, they visited her whole life, which is cool, whatever. <laughs> yes. But she literally her when she's like, my my family lives in Mallorca. Yeah. As of like 10 years ago or something. <laughs> my, my parents moved to Gilbert, Arizona from Paradise Valley, Arizona. Like, I don't it means you're from Arizona, different. obviously. It, yeah. You're actually at this point, you might even be Native American. Check it. Yeah. Tatanka, Tatanka. I know. I don't. I just now is my favorite part of the show when I get to talk about our sponsor. And we have a new sponsor with us today, and I am already in love with them. And that sponsor, they are called Thrive Market. You know when you find out about something at the right time? Well, Thrive Market has come at the right time in my life. It is going to quickly become my go-to for all of my grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting it all quickly shipped to my doorstep is a huge time saver. And I want to even be uh, more honest with you guys, not just mine, my parents as well. Um, if you guys know and you listen to the podcast, you know everything that my mom's going through and all that stuff. And I have been trying to find easy ways to give them food and to bring them uh, items that they need without having my mom or my dad go out and get them. And if I can't do it, it is so nice to know that places like Thrive Market exist where they give you healthy, tasty, 
amazing food. And we're talking about products you know, like Khalifa, which I love their oat milk. Um, I, I, I could go on and on about everything on this website. I'm going to have to have you guys check it out to actually believe me. But now I am a Thrive Market member, and I can save money on every single order. On average, I have saved over 30% each time. So this might sound crazy, but I brought uh, two cold brews. I brought oat milk. I brought organic, uh, bought organic pasta. They have meats. They have I mean, pretty much anything that you can think of. And they are the coolest, best brands out there. Uh, I spent $70. I saved $16. And also what's cool is they give you options where they have like a daily deal where you can get a free product like protein powder or this or that. And I'm not, I'm not uh, this is actually true, and it adds to your order automatically. It's just really, really cool because I had no idea this company existed, and I guess that's what I'm here for, to tell you guys about this place. It truly is amazing, and it's one of those things where I'm like, you know what, just check it out for yourself. I think you're going to see pretty much immediately that you can save uh, massive amounts of money. There's amazing brands. They also have a price match guarantee. So not only does Thrive Market save me and you money, but they also save me time. And they also just honestly save me a lot of worry. If I know that my parents can get quality products, um, I'm so happy. And they think it's so cool. Like they think I'm a magician all of a sudden. Like I've really gotten so many bonus points. Um, so you, uh, there's all these filters. You can, So you can filter out what foods you want on the website. Really easy. You just click like, oh, keto friendly or over this. And it kind of uh, you put all of your preferences in there. So you see what you want to see and see what they have that way. Um, they have over, uh, 70 filters on their website. They also have an app you can put on your phone. So whether you're looking for that certified gluten-free snack or non-toxic cleaning essentials, Oh, did I mention they do have cleaning products? You can curate your own shopping experience with the click of a button. So right now my mom cannot have, um, it's a very, it's a very specific diet when, uh, you have the illness she has. So we just put that in, in, like, I don't want to say exactly what it is, but it's her business. But what's so great is that there are these options there. And with a place like Thrive Market, you're like, they're like, yeah, bring it on. We can do it. <laughs> so it's as easy as a click of a button curating your own, your own meals, pretty much. Um, when you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one -one membership matching program. You join, and then they give to another family, which I also think is really cool. So check it out for yourself, though. I think you're going to really dig it. Join Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order, plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash so bad. By the way, this might, it should be slash so good because it's so dang good. Thrivemarket.com slash so bad for 30% off your first order plus that free $60 gift. That's T H R I V E market.com slash so bad. Just check it out, you guys. I really think you'll dig it. Plus, helps the show. So go on over there and check it out. I know you will not regret it. 
Folks, summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Now, I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune, and luckily, I found Quince. Now, I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I got a pair of tan shorts. I got a pair of green shorts. I cannot wait to style these for summer. And I got to tell you, the quality is great because Quince has all the seasonal must-haves, like 100% European linen shirts from 30 performance polos, and versatile flow-knit activewear. The best part? All Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman by partnering directly with top factories and passes that savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. So upgrade your wardrobe. Go to quince.com slash so bad for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash so bad to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash so bad. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. When it comes to the plant-based eating debate, there's more to consider than just healthy or unhealthy. Of course, we want to eat things that make us feel good and generate energy to keep us going. But there's also a major environmental component that drives a lot of people to a plant-focused diet. But you don't have to give up some of your faves entirely. Impossible Foods makes meat from plants. They're solving the meat problem with more meat. By creating delicious meat from plants that's better for you and the planet, Impossible lets you enjoy some of your favorite meaty products with a plant-based twist. Ground beef, homestyle meatballs, sausage patties, all made from plants. And that's just a few of their delicious and versatile options. No more tension between craving meat but not wanting to eat so much of it or sacrificing your carnivorous faves for your health. Indulge in nutrient-packed, plant-based goodness and feel good doing it. Check out impossiblefoods.com to see how you can help solve the meat problem with more meat. That's I-M-P-O-S-S-I-B-L-E-F-O-O-D-S dot com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I think to me, it was not because what she was saying about the paparazzi, I completely agree with. Right. I'm not going to give message. you like, why do you guys keep doing this? Of course. And you, it's really scary when you see the kids in these shots. I don't agree with well, any yeah, of that no, shit. No, 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 but, no. The paparazzi following the kids to school, like that's bullshit. But we are talking about how she delivered the message, not the message itself. The message itself is we agree with. Like, why so, are you following children? But why are you talking in a Spanish accent you don't have? Hillary, like Ilaria, and it's gotten, real it's gotten worse. 
She, right. by the way, uh, she did interviews like uh, in the last year where it was like almost gone. And now I don't know if it's a trigger for her with trauma where she amps it up again, but it started to sound like Salma Hayek in certain, or, you know, it sounded like, um, yeah, like a Spanish uh, person act, or a Hispanic well, like, person. Uh, who am I thinking of? Vicky Christina Penelope Barcelona, Cruz. the Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz. Was, yeah, like I, I just it was so ridiculous to watch because I'm trying to hear the message. And then all of a sudden, all I hear is this accent. And I just was like, this is so far beyond what I thought it was. And this has been going on for two years now that she got busted originally. You would have right. thought she would have. T- but here's another thing, just like Wagovia and Ozempic. Why not just tell the truth at this point? And say, yo. I don't know, man. Life is fucking hard. Uh, you know, like I, it was such a weird time. I, I'm so sorry. I hope like, you know, like I'm sorry to Alec. Sorry to like, I mean, because Alex got on so many talk shows even before two years ago was like, well, my wife's Spanish and he would do this right. ridiculous accent on these shows. And I, I don't know. It just made me live it all over again because you're talking about essentially this death of a woman, a cinematographer on the set of Rust, which Alex has now been charged with, which I also think is a traumatic situation. And I don't- For everyone uh, all around. All around. And I'm not, I don't really even know how I feel about that because it's, I know Alec did not mean to, and that's why it's involuntary manslaughter. And I think think he'll be fine. Like, I don't think he'll serve jail time, but that's that's a legitimate charge. Anytime you accidentally kill somebody- even if you didn't mean to, it's not about intention. Yeah. If, I, if I accidentally kill you, like that's what happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's taken so long for them to come to this conclusion. And if you read, or I was watching an interview with uh, some of the, the prosecutors and they said they knew fairly on that early on that they were going to charge him. And I was right. like, why did you wait this long to, but in, regardless, I just really quick, think, like, really quick. I'm just wife, saying like, yeah. would you ever just fire a gun at somebody? Even if you truly thought there wasn't a bullet, would you ever like, point a gun at somebody and then pull the trigger. You know what I mean? No, like no, a hundred. Right. I'm not, I'm not saying I, I know it was an accident. I know like, I'm just saying like, that's just one of those things. Like you just don't do if someone pointed a gun at me, even if they're like, don't worry, it's not loaded. I'd be like, you just pointed it at me. What the hell? You know? Well, it shows you this was not a big budget studio feature. They had a, a really rookie armorer who is in charge of the guns. I was reading emails too, is that the armorer was actually overworked and she was asked to do props on the film as well last minute. So she was yeah. going back and forth and she was saying, hey, this is how mistakes get made. She made yeah. a huge mistake. There shouldn't have been live rounds, but I've been on movie sets and rehearsal and it's the rehearsals guys you sometimes do go, okay, then I go, ba 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 ba. And it was very ignorant on Alex's part, but he's somebody that's been right. doing this so long, he should have known. It's so right. many different variables. But But it also, like I said, it doesn't matter. Even if you literally did not have any intention, like whatever, if I, if I accidentally pushed you into a pool, not even knowing you can't swim and you drown, like it's still, it's still a charge on me. Like that's just what the law is. But I do have a question. This is probably neither here nor yeah. there. Were like the did they put real bullets in the gun or were they blanks or okay. like what? No, what no. That? This is what this is the crazy part that that we still haven't gotten full answers for. Right. There was a live round in the gun and why? on like, further why, why inspection. Would, you've been on. We'll I'm so sorry for interrupting, but set. like why? Yeah. Why you've been on movie sets? You you're an actor. You you've done things. Why would they ever have a live real bullet in a gun? Like what, what is the purpose? What is the point? 
They found five live rounds on that set in different but guns. But why? But why? Well, I, we still don't point? have a... That's going to come out, I believe, at the trial. But I will say, being on movie sets, and usually I'm on... Uh, when I've worked in the past, it's been bigger productions where even if they put smoke in a scene, you guys, the AD will be, the assistant director will be like, okay, we are having smoke in this scene, everybody. Or I remember I was on set right. on Chicago, Chicago MD, the week COVID got discovered and somebody three sound stages over had been diagnosed with COVID. They stopped production. They gathered everybody in a room. They said, here's the deal. We're going home. We're shutting down production. Like they take safety so seriously on these sets because of things like this, but this is why it shows it was a very rookie production. They were trying to make their days because they didn't have enough time and people were rushing. Right. But I, that still doesn't, I, no, and again, doesn't I, I'm not saying that, you know, like why wouldn't they have a blank or a rubber bullet? Not to say that a rubber bullet couldn't actually severely hurt someone, if not maybe kill them, if it's shot in the right area, but like, why wouldn't they have rubber or blank bullets? I don't well, understand that, but, that part. Well, like, remember, you guys might not remember this film, but way back in the 90s, there was a film called The Crow with Brandon Lee's, uh, Bruce Lee's son. And he right. died. He played The Crow. He died because there was a blank in the gun and it misfired and the shrapnel killed him. Okay. Um, so these things even happen with blanks. But what right, happened right, right. when the gun gets handed over, it should have been blank. Alex should have checked it and then they should have rehearsed and he shouldn't have pulled the trigger. He also right. lied about pulling the trigger. And they said, listen, the FBI even inspected this gun. There's no way that this just gun just went off. Right. And listen, you kind of know that it's like, yeah, he probably did pull the trigger. Like, I mean, he just did, he didn't do it on purpose. Right. But like the fact that he's acting like it's a miracle gun all of a sudden, you know, like that's, you know, he knows. Yeah. That's just Sad. that's horrifying, traumatic. It really, I really is. And that now we're going to have to deal with, I mean, I figure by the end of this trial, Ilaria is going to be full blown speaking Spanish, not even using American anymore. Cause it's, I just wish she'd stop because if you're Alec Baldwin, you, you watch the news and she comes home and goes, Hey babe, you're not making this any better. Could you not do the accent so heavy when you're out talking? Right. Cause you're right. standing up for me, which I love, but please don't, please don't right. do that. A hundred percent. I mean, I, <laughs> Oh my God, Dana! Hillary, I just thought. Wait, did you watch? Did you watch Real Housewives of Salt Lake City this uh, season? I got halfway through. Have I? Honestly, <laughs> no, no, it was horrible. It was horrible. It, it, but yeah, I it will bad. say, Heather Gay got a black eye. You guys, you all know this. She, we still don't know how it happened, but she said, "Hey, Jen, to distract from talking about you, talk about my black eye." Maybe Ilaria Hillary did that for Alec. Goes, "Hey, I'm going to use my ridiculous accent to take the focus off of you, Alec," and did that for her guy. I mean, if that's what she did, it's clearly working. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, the, the the judge drops the charges, and now they go after Hillary. Like, we need to find right. out. Like, you know what? All, the the worst on. issue is that you're you're pretending you're Spanish. This is what we're really going after today. <laughs> Dana, what if the first question in the Alec Baldwin trial is that the prosecution holds up a cucumber and Alec, what is this? How do you say it? Swear on this cucumber that your wife is from Spain. <laughs> on this cucumber. How does your wife say cucumber? Cookie. How do you how you say cucumber? Um, okay. Will you explain Mindy Kaling to me? What part about her? <laughs> I mean, all of it really, but I will say, okay, this is, and I know I'm a dude and I don't usually pay attention to this stuff, but I do have me and this other, like these are, these are two straight guys, me and my buddy. 
for years now, we have sent back back and forth photos of Mindy Kaling. And my buddy is like a sports dude. He doesn't even really, but he started seeing when Mindy was trying to be like, well, she is, but like an influencer, she'd pose in her backyard. And we would comment like, cause we were like, Mindy's face is getting so different. Um, and we weren't like what, but we were kind of sending it back and forth. And we did this for like years, but right. she has gone through. And I noticed on your stories, you were talking about this recently. How do you explain the work that Mindy Kaling has had done? And I'm once so, again, not saying this is good or bad. So she's had, I, I put three reels up about her. She looks amazing. She is literally what I aspire to be in terms of work. Like I want to be, she's now in her forties or 40, something like that. She looks better now than she did at 20. And that's what I want. I want people to look at me when I'm 40 and be like, she looks literally amazing. That's what I want for myself. So manifesting. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. I feel like you should put a photo just to could you put a photo and pin it to your IG of what you look like in high school so we can compare it to every day? Yeah, actually, I look pretty similar to this, but like a little bit better. But like 16, that's, oh my God, I was 16, what? 17 years ago. Holy shit. Okay. <laughs> I was going to be like, that was half my yeah. life ago. Um, <laughs> no, I look very, very similar, but it also like who in their 30s looks similar to when they were 16. I, I think I look better and I've improved, but you know, it took work. There's a lot that went into this for me to, to look where people don't quite know my age. They think I look amazing. And I'm like, <laughs> I got docs. Do you have, wait, do you have even... a place where you're going to stop? I feel like, you know, no, you look amazing, but I always feel like with women, like where, when do you decide when's the stopping point? Like when has well, it gone too far? Well, you should never stop in terms of its maintenance. So you have to keep going and make sure that you're doing it. But there is a stopping point or a boundary, like you're saying, where you don't do too much. So two things. First of all, I always look at to enhance or tweak myself and to maintain what I look like. So as I get older, to continue to look as myself as possible. Um, but one thing I always recommended to patients, clients, whatever, is that your very first picture that before you ever had any work done, have that picture so that you can compare, obviously you're going to age. So you're never going to look like that picture, but you can start to see, oh, my cheeks are getting too big. My lips are starting to look ridiculous. Having that comparison kind of grounds you because otherwise it, it's kind of like anything else you get really accustomed to your lips being this size and then you want to go bigger. And it's like, baby, it's already triple the size of your natural lips. Why? Are and then Lisa Rinna happens. Then Lisa Rinna happens. Right. You got Lisa Rinna, you got Jen Shaw, like all, all of these ladies are a little bit overdone. It's because they, they're forgetting what they originally looked like. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I totally get that. Uh, but Mindy Kaling seems like she is, repeatedly gone back. It's like, she's playing blackjack and she keeps going, hit me to the, you know, hit me. And I feel like she's going to bust one of these days, but she actually looks really good right now. She looked really weird. Like three years ago, she had that Vicky Gunvalson look. I know you don't watch OC, but she came back one season and her face had not settled from the work she had done. And people were literally in the first episode going, what the fuck is going on with Vicky? And it just hadn't settled yet. Right, right, right. So I, I disagree about the hitting blackjack. I, I totally get what you're saying, except for that. I think that her work is perfect and perfectly planned and she looks like herself and still looks Indian and looks fucking amazing. Like time after time. Yes. Unfortunately work has to settle. 
And the more extensive that work is, like if she had a facelift or whatever, like it need, I believe she had a facelift, um, it needs to settle. So there is a, a little bit of a, oh, you look a little bit weird. And, and you're like, don't worry, give me a few months and I'm going to look fucking amazing. It's kind of like boob jobs. Like even the best boob jobs for a little bit, they're a little bit too high. They're a little bit too, uh, and then they drop and you're like, okay, now they look phenomenal. Right. Wait, so, wait, wait, wait. How do they, do they keep dropping the whole time you have them? No, no, no. It, it's just when they're initially done, okay. it, it takes a minute it, and it, it doesn't matter what it is, any kind of work. I actually saw this. So I had a upper blepharoplasty. So that's where they cut some of the eyelid skin. They take a little bit of fat from your eyelids. I thought at one month, like one month out, I looked amazing. I was like, oh my God, like this was me in the mirror. I was like, oh my God, eyes, oh, oh, amazing, <laughs> amazing. I thought, I thought it was amazing. Like I was over here praising my surgeon. I was like, this is the best thing I've ever done for myself ever. I'm now almost seven months out. It's even better. I'm like, and he did tell me, he was like, it'll take six to 12 months for you to see your full results. At one month, I was like, mm, take more pictures of me. And now, now I'm like, holy shit, this is even better than it was one month out. And by like, the way, didn't you post thing. this journey? You posted yes. this journey on your Instagram. I too. post about literally everything I have done on my, my page, because, you know, if I'm asking for celebrities and uh, other public figures to be honest about the work that they do, like I'm. I'm going to show that because I'm not a hypocrite. <laughs> oh, here's the this uh, buckle fat. We 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 mentioned this before. Buckle fat is uh, there's a big sea of buckle it's fat in Los Angeles right yeah. now that you can swim in because everybody's buckle fat goes to like a big pool in the right. middle. Of, no, we should what, make so it into are like you gonna gas do, for cars. Can we stop this though? Because it really scares me and it makes me think yeah. of that. That what is that painting? Is it Van Gogh, the Shriek, or no? Edward oh yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah, guy's like really yeah. crazy. Yeah, yeah like also, I need to send it me. to you. I when um, Vicky Gunvalson was screaming at Andy, I was like, I need someone. Like I, I did a very poor version where I just cut her face and put it on the screen. And I was like, I need someone who's like really great at this to make this for me. And a follower posted her face on the screen. I will send it to you. It is amazing. Like I need this printed. <laughs> but like it maybe needs to be my background. Like it's just it's Vicky like this. <laughs> I'll send it to you. Um, yeah, please. So buckle fat. When it's for the right person, it is literally amazing. Buckle fat is a spot right here by, and I, I know this is the, a podcast, the, so like no one's going to see it. Like the, it is literally just right here, not the rest of your face. It's just this pinchable fat right here. There are people who have extra quote unquote, like I, I never want to say anyone's natural body is like not right, but like there are some people who have way more fat here than others. A really great example, and again, I'm not saying he needs buckle fat removal, but a really great example is Kanye. So whenever you think about someone who has chipmunk cheeks where they yeah. have they have more mass here than they have here, that that is a person who would be a great candidate for buckle fat removal. And we I say we Kanye, like, you have the time, you have the time right now. Like, Kanye has I the mean, time right now. I know, but he didn't. I mean, no one listen, it's it's no one, it's like saying having a small nose. Like it's not like everyone needs a small nose, but if you have a much bigger nose, like this, you know, this is something for you, like this is an option. So anyone who you would characterize as having chipmunk cheeks, like where they have bigger mass down yeah. here than they have on the rest of their face. 
they're probably a good candidate and they don't have to take all of it. They can just take it where they look a little bit less full down here. What's the trend that's been happening is people like me who we don't really have a lot of fat there. Everyone has fat here. First of all, like no one doesn't, yeah, have yeah, fat. Yeah, yeah. but like taking it and then you're like this, which looks fine, I guess, when you're like 20 or 30, but we also lose fat everywhere in our face as we age. So when you think about longevity, you're 40, 50, 60 years old and you're losing fat here. Now you're going to look skeletal. Like now we're going to start being able to see all the bones underneath that we don't want to see. So there are some surgeries like a bra lift that ages very well, because as we age, our brows actually drop a um, bluff, like what I had. As we age, we get extra skin and it starts to droop a little bit. So these are surgeries that age pretty well. Buckle fat is not a surgery that ages really well because we lose fat here. So then you start to look kind of skeletal, a little bit gaunt. It's just not a. So you can't you can't gain you can't gain the buckle fat back. No, once you remove wow. those fat cells, they can't gain back. But it, it can be rectified. We can go in with filler or with fat transfer, but it's like, okay, so now you're having a procedure where now you're taking some fat from like your arms or your stomach and putting it wait, back. Can I get, wait, can I get my ass fat in my cheeks? Like, yes, but why would you take face? it from your ass? Take it from your stomach. We want the ass. Like ass face. No, <laughs> but we want the ass. We just, yeah. the stomach, the stomach <laughs> up here. Get, get your under um, eyes and your buckle at the same time. Uh, do you have like 15 more minutes? Are you good? Or you yeah, 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 I'm good. I'm good. Okay, cool. Um, okay. So Beyonce, you guys had a triumphant return to the stage this weekend in Dubai, in Dubai. She got paid $24 million for the, and I want to tell you the set list was so weird. I mean, I loved it, but the set list had no songs from Renaissance, uh, had like three or four bangers in terms of her hits. Like it had, um, Halo. She had, um, uh, love on top uh, or yeah, love on top. Or she had drunk, um, drunken love, yeah, drunken love. She, but, but nothing like she didn't have single ladies, she didn't have, but it was a very exclusive thing. And they made all the people, they told all the people they had to put their phone in pouches. But this is a very rich influencer crowd, and nobody obeyed it. Caroline Stanberry from Real Houses of Dubai, you should go to her Instagram. She posted most of the concert on her Instagram stories, and she was really close to the fact where I was like, Beyonce, I was like expecting Beyonce to look over and go, girl, put the fucking phone down. But um, why, but why did, did you Beyonce think not it? want anyone filming it? That's what I want to know. Why didn't she want well, anyone filming okay. it? Well, I think it was also they were celebrating the release, uh, the opening of the new hotel Atlantis and yes. you guys, the, the, the production in this, she had like 60 people on stage. It, the fireworks nonstop the whole show, but they, I think it was the hotel and that, cause it was an exclusive one night only event. She's not doing that set list ever again. She didn't right. do any Renaissance song. So it was just for the people there, but right. they also had so many influencers and they had like, I they was actually like, oh, paid, like they, they brought influencers in. Like I saw Isra, yep. whatever her name is, Isra. Like she was like, Oh, this was paid for by the Royal Atlantis. Well, I mean, you had Jason, you even had bachelor people like Jason Tardic and like all these, you know, I was like, wow, they're, they're bringing bachelor people over to see this. Um, and it looked amazing, but it just, there was also this video, you guys, uh, Kendall was there. And you can see her in this video. There was like a, a mouth reader and you can see in it that she's saying, 
I've been to Dubai three times. The first two were horrible, but this is actually pretty fun tonight. And I was like, that's hysterical. Like these people have to realize they're being filmed at all times. Watch what you say. Did you watch any of the footage of this? I did actually. And I was so jealous that I was not invited, first of all. So but by the way, next year, verified 263. You this is literally this could be the next thing for you is going to Dubai on these trips. Wait, what was that? Did you follow that? Yes. Okay. So I actually just posted to my stories. I was like, I literally do not even like Tarte as a makeup brand besides their shape tape. Shape tape is awesome. But the rest of it do not use. And I was like, okay, but but Dana, Dana, I'm a dude. Explain to all all of us. We're just mainly me. All you girls probably know about it already. There was a Tarte influencer trip where they flew a lot of influencers to Dubai, right? Like 50 or something all to Dubai. And it was like all out. Like they got to do all these amazing things and, um, the desert, like they, it, it was just like this amazing, ridiculous trip to the point where I'm on Reddit. I, lo- I love Reddit where Redditors are like <sighs> Tart, it, like, is like a dying brand who's been losing money the last like three, four years. Like, and, and, and that's true. You can see how do they afford this? I mean, obviously it's in their marketing budget, but they were joking. Like how is a company that's been losing money regularly for the last few years able to support this and it was because it's in con- in conjunction with um a dubai like you know tourism budget or something yeah and nicole pellegrino who i i don't know her i want her to know me i, I love her so much she's a writer for betches um i love I follow- betches yeah 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 so she's she's a writer for betches she posted this i guess tiktok reels whatever where she's just like me, like not being invited to the tart thing. And she's like, you know, showing her through the stages of her being very jealous and upset that she's not there, which is how I feel, even though, again, I'm not even a tart user. And I'm like, sir, who did not invite me because I want to be there. And then it ended with, oh, and Beyonce came out of retirement basically to perform. And she's like, oh. <laughs> like, do you not? But yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. No, I would I, listen. I want to be an old Navy influencer, and they take me to like Delaware or something like that. You know, like it's just old Navy. Delaware is a on. dream. You're going to Wisconsin if it's old Navy. Are you joking? Yeah, I, I mean, I'll be, I'll be like old now. I'll be like beautiful Wisconsin. Look at this, and they'll. Hey, I'm trying to think who, who they'll they'll bring out Vanilla Ice from retirement, and you know, right. it'll be amazing. Um. What else is on your radar this upcoming week? What are you, because I feel like you, I don't know how you get inspired to post what you post, but are you having always like a bunch of ideas of like, I want to keep my eye on this celebrity. I want to go over here. Like what are you, what's on the agenda? So on the agenda is Miley Cyrus. There's a lot of people like what's going on with her. She looks literally amazing, but very different than her normal self. She just looks amazing. I'm blasting flowers. Love it. I love all the drama love it. surrounding it. Everything that's going Number on. Number one like, stream song. We're all fucking, fuck Liam, fuck Liam. Like, literally. I'm like, well, how could you do this to our girl, Miley? <laughs> but she looks amazing. So she's on the agenda. I also, last fall, got um, hit up by a brand who, what they do is they do influencer makeup and skincare. And so I declined because... No, I'm not going to white label skincare, but I am going to talk about like, this is what they do. Like, and 
I don't, I can't tell you which influencers and celebrities really make their own product. I would assume most of them do not because like that, that takes a lot of like chemistry degrees and like whatever. So even even your most favorite, like whether it's Kylie or Selena or whatever, they're not making their product. Yeah. Not, it's not like they have a lab at yeah. their house and they stumbled right, upon right. like, oh my God, I was in the lab and I right, stumbled upon right. a great skincare uh, right. uh, brand. Right. I would argue that the closest would be Rihanna, not that she makes it, but that she was like, I want it to be skin color inclusive. Like I want, because she was one of the first and she actually has caused a lot of skincare um, brands to include more skin tones like when it comes to their like foundation you know yeah. like keep in mind like other races so not to say that she makes her own she definitely doesn't make her own but she was like i want a lot more options for brown and black and yellow and other skin tones like i want all of these skin tones included but a lot of other celebrities they're they're white labeling they're just picking like oh i want a vitamin c yes i want a niacinamide yes i want this and then yeah. you can pay extra for packaging. So anyway, a post that I want to make is like, even me, I was approached with like, make your own skincare. And it would literally be me being like, click, click, click. Here's yeah. a logo. Here's a, here's the, how I want my package to look like. Let's make a skincare brand. And you guys are paying like 20 to $80 for something that costs a dollar to make. So but yeah. That's why everybody I think is getting into that. If you're a celebrity, you automatically now go, you got to do a makeup. You got to do, I also right. heard is Haley Bieber's good. I heard it was, is that, is that not true? I mean, it, it's good in terms of, is it a good lip gloss? Yeah. But like, it's not any, it's not more special than any other lip gloss on there. She's not creating it. She literally picked out a lip gloss that is already on the market, put her name on it. You know, she's white labeling a product that's already out on the market. It's it's not amazing. And I love that she has extremely filled lips. She's like, look at how full my lips look. And I'm like, oh God. (laughs) They're already full. I want to do lipstick for men, but it's just chapstick. Clear lipstick. That sounds like a broasted angle. Broasted like broasted or something. (laughs) Okay, finally. What are what are you watching on TV recently? I know you love the new Miley song, but in terms of pop culture, what are you watching? What are you and your dude watching together? What uh, what have you been watching lately? Oh, Lord. Honestly, I'm, I started watching that 90s show. I don't know how I feel about it. Oh, yeah. Like the, the, that 70s show, you guys, I said on Friday that it's on Netflix right now. They have the, uh, the reboot and it has a lot of the uh, same characters Original. in it, but they have new younger like daughters and sons of the original yeah so it's actually quite painful like the acting is so bad especially with the kids really yeah so bad and i'm I'm like i'm trying to like was it that bad when we watched that 70s show like where it was was great i I like that 70s no i loved it i loved it you know what i i have not seen an episode yet but what i'm what i'm theorizing just from i think that 
the cast they had on that 70s show for that young of an age, they were all so good at characters. And usually you don't get child actors that can do comedy like that in terms of characterizations. Like Ashton Kutcher was playing a character. Fez was a character. These are extreme. Like uh, uh, Topher Grace had such a deadpan. And I think the new cast, from what I see in the previews, don't seem like they have that character format down that the original cast had initially so maybe that's it but i haven't seen it but i would i would guess i thought those kids were really special in terms of the casting for the original right i mean i'm a huge mila kunis fan fez yeah i was telling my fiance like i was like they had me thinking fez was was this like lame not attractive loser and then when he was dating Lindsay lohan i was like this man is gorgeous they had me oh thinking God. this man was a Dana, was an ugly oh loser. You, you had a crush on uh, what's his no, name? No, what no, no. What I'm saying is like, you know, in the show, like we're like, oh, he's just this weird yeah, was, loser. Yeah. And then I saw like a picture of him, like not on that semi show. And I was like, they tricked me. This man is beautiful. <laughs> I thought he was this lame loser. Um, But no, so I, I am watching the show, but it, it's like, it's like weird. Like they have very obvious like pauses where they're like waiting for applause and like yeah i hear there's I a weird the, the laugh I, uh, I read a review that talked about the laugh track in it was we're not used to laugh tracks anymore and yeah. that that possibly but who knows i mean I, i'm gonna watch it and check it out anything else that you're watching um oh, let me see off the top of my head i mean i've been watching so i i'm a little bit late but i'm just now finishing real housewives of miami which is fan so good that's why i keep telling people it's worth getting peacock because it is really actually great television it is a great housewife show everyone who doesn't love larsa everyone who's like i don't like larsa i'm like do you not see how incredible she is for television this woman was made for tell i cannot believe she wasn't on miami for all the other years like i'm like you well that was television you gotta watch the first season you gotta watch the first season. I did. I have. On. I have. I have. And I. I. Th- this season, Larsa is she. She's delivering. She's giving well, us. All, you know what I realized for Housewives. She's a quiet Lisa Rinna. Like she's a she. She's like Ooh, stealthy. Like she, like she because she stirs shit up in the weirdest way. Like her tactic and Doctor Nicole in this week's episode pointed it out beautifully. Of like saying. You pick something not true about somebody and you drop it at this weird moment. And it reminded me so much of Rinna. The only difference is Larza does it quietly. She doesn't raise her voice. You know, and like, it's like, so that is like, makes it kind of unique because it's a different form of what Rinna was doing. And when she does it quietly, it's even more scary because you're like, damn, you're not even, it doesn't even seem like you're invested. You're just passing along information. I... You know what? I did not think of that, but that is, that just makes me like her even more. I'm like, yes, you, <laughs> you need to be on TV forever. And then. Oh, did Lisa, you see Rena? Go ahead. Uh, did you see, did you see Rena and Erica Jane in Paris for Paris fashion week? And Rena was dressed up as the Joker. She was in this like plaid, like, like looks like my one of my mom's quilts. She was like dressed yes. in with a beret. I can't. So I am honestly a Lisa Rinna fan. I'm not going to say the last couple of seasons. I've not been disappointed. I have been, but like, I like that she stirs the pot because in my opinion, Beverly Hills, they are like, they don't talk about the stuff. They, as Bethany Frankel would say, 
they don't mention it all, right? Like they have like, oh, don't talk about this. Don't talk about that. We're not, we're going to keep that out. And then we are watching them like fight over bullshit, like panty gay or rabbit gay yeah, yeah, or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, you guys have so much more interesting stuff that we want to see and you're not showing it to us. So I have, I have a lot of criticism for Beverly Hills, even though it is the original, it is the original that I ever, that's the reason why I became a housewife fan was Beverly Hills. But Rena would, you know, instigate a lot of things. And I was like, good, because Beverly Hills would be fucking boring because everyone's like walking fine lines. I agreed with that sentiment three years ago. I just think That's, like yeah. it just became, it be, she be, like I said, she became a parody of herself. And so like also when you don't, when you don't have a reliable narrator, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it just right. doesn't like, I don't even, she could say anything and I'd be like, oh, well, there's Lisa, but you're right. right in terms of, and it'll be really curious this season. Cause like everybody's like, well, it won't be as good. Probably not for a season. You know, they've got to rebuild. Like these shows just don't pick up where they left off. And like, I would love to hear Kyle talk about her Ozempic journey. I would love to hear Kyle. Like, I would love the reality. But Salt Lake, that's why it didn't work at all, is because none of those ladies are sharing a real journey. All they're all fucking liars. And it really was, I think it just completely fell apart, you know? Right. No, I agree. So if you think about like some of the ones that, in my opinion, are the more successful ones, even if they're not getting all the clout, I mean, obviously New York, um, but like New York, you have like, even like when, um, oh my gosh, I already forgot her name, Luann, like she got arrested and she was going through all, like, she talked about that. Like imagine, imagine if Kyle got arrested, do you think it would be on Beverly Hills? Like against her will she would not be like oh yeah like well i mean listen we even had we had kim uh arrested and she wasn't on the show at the time but like if she was i mean they they had to dance around certain things with kim richards when she was on the show back in the day right because she's real real issues right exactly it got brought up all the time about her issues they used it against her i mean you like bethany had a whole monologue about how insane she was running around in her lingerie having to like you know my my boyfriend sent you to rehab on his dime like it was like you know everything's a cabaret not everything's a cabaret or some shit it was amazing right so so that's what i'm saying is like some of these more successful like in my opinion successful new york like old new york a Potomac, like Miami, they're t- like Lisa on Miami. Like she, we're witnessing yes. like a, a blow by blow account of her being cheated on and being left and being divorced and, and her trash ass husband being trash. We are watching it in real time. It feels like versus like if, it, if that were happening in, I mean, look at all the stuff that's happening with Erica and we're barely getting like, Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's- there's a court case. Mm, whatever. That's if it. we knew like, the reality of Erica's actual situation, how she's paying her legal bills, where's all this dick she keeps saying she's getting, it would be fascinating. But instead, we have Erica always like, I how damn if you gonna look at Erica, we gotta look at everybody else. Like it's like, dude, I don't I'm care. Yeah, show us what you're going through. Like, Mike, okay, anyways, I've taken up so much of your time, but I always do this when you're on. Um, IG Famous by Dana is the Instagram account. Where else can we support you? What else is in the works that we can support you with? Um, It's been too long. Honestly, same name. I have to build up my TikTok account because even though I'm in my 30s, I have to do that. (laughs) So I'll be posting (laughs) videos on there. I hate, I'm just like, please stop, please stop with more social media apps. Like 
I can't, I just, I need, I need everything to just slow down. Cause I, I was even trying to figure out TikTok and I love watching it too much, but like well, every time I go TikTok. to make something, I'm just like, oh man, I don't know. But I don't know. Anyways, go follow her on TikTok. I'll put that information in the show notes, but hopefully, like I said, you have an open door anytime you want to come in uh, and talk Thank anything. You. Okay. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Have a good week, you guys. Bye. Betches.